the end of the line. Telling me. Did I tell you about the pool here? For Daniel LaRusso. Is this the only pool you guys got? The future seemed far from terrific. This place is a dump. You should go back to New Jersey. Hey, I know it's hard, but we're not quitters, are we? Until he met the hey, right girl. She's beautiful. I say she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. Is that your address? <laughs> you got it. But that only angered the wrong guy. Uh, the 9.30, definitely. You gotta be nuts. And his troubles really began. Then, in one man, he found a teacher. I promise teach karate. And a friend. Fighting always last answer. Power, whole body. Make a perfect picture. How do I know if my picture's the right one? If come from inside of you, always right on. Lesson about the balance, not just karate, a lesson for all life. White train. So I won't have to fight. Hey, karate kid, let's take a move. No points or no points, you're dead meat. I don't have much of a cheering section. You got me. In the end, it will be in Daniel's hands. And most of all, in his mind. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. No mercy. Columbia Pictures presents The Karate Kid. Hey, what kind of belt do you have? GC Penny 398. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't the summertime. But then again, if you're in California, I guess uh, it's always summertime. I guess it's always summer and summertime in California is correct. Uh, before we get into everything, um, in the background you hear that little barking. That is uh, that is none other than our little buddy Nanook. He uh, he's home. He came home, and he's settling in nicely. And our other dogs are doing well with him, but. Now he's settled into the point where he's starting to act like a puppy, and I knew this was going to come. It's like the terrible twos if you have a kid. We've got about 20 toys spread all over the house, probably more than that, and it's just not good enough for him. He, he, <laughs> likes, he likes to chew the, uh, the cords, you know, and i got to watch that because I don't want to end up with a fried puppy. <laughs> so, But uh, tonight we're going to discuss the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, with none other than Ralph Macchio. Are you pretty excited for the Karate Kid? I'm super excited. I love this movie. <laughs> What's going on with you, Kylie? We haven't heard on we haven't heard you in a while. I mean, you were on the Roxanne episode, the Bewitched episode. Anything yeah. fun going on? Uh, not really. Except tomorrow's my last day of school for the week, so I didn't have school Monday, and I don't have school Friday, so that's pretty exciting. Oh, that's a good thing. That's yeah. always good for that. <laughs> um, all right. Well. Let's get into a little Karate Kid. We're going to go with the little facts first before we jump into the actual movie, but the Karate Kid was released in June of 1984, so yet again... So it was summer, basically. Yeah, it was a summer release almost, but yet again another heavy hitter out of 1984. <laughs> um, it was directed by John G. Alvidson. And produced by Jerry Weintraub. I'm terrible at names. <laughs> but the major stars were Ralph Macchio, uh, Pat Morita, Elizabeth Shue. You know Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. Back uh, to the Future. I know Back to the Future, but I haven't she was seen in Adventures in Babysitting. I haven't seen that movie in so long, though, so I don't remember. How, you're only okay. 13, Kylie. How many? How long could because it be? Because I've watched it. At she is Grandma's the babysitter. She is the babysitter. She is. Yes. She looks oh so my god! Okay, Shoot never mind. me. And then William Zapka. And the runtime of the movie is 127 million. This is what I loved right here. They had an eight million dollar budget. Do you want to guess how much money they made? Like recouped? Like how much money they made overall, uh, Kylie? Is it more or less? <clears throat> Just take a guess. They had uh, eight million to make the movie, but how much did the movie make? I don't know. Uh, ten? I don't know. Ten? Yeah. Ninety-one million. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Almost ten times the budget. Wow. <laughs> or was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is ten times that the budget. Ten times Eleven the budget. times the budget. Yeah. yeah. So, it did pretty well, and it actually led into sequels. Uh, Karate Kid Pop Two. And Karate Kid Part 3, which I've seen them all. Have you seen them all? I've seen the second one. I don't think I've seen the third one. No? No. All right. Well, the third one is just as good. Uh, we'll have to watch it. All right. All right. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's get into Karate Kid. So we start out, and we see New Jersey, a bunch of kids, an old beat-up Chevy station wagon, <laughs> And we hear Daniel's mother in the background saying, hey, tell Uncle Louie I got the wine and the cheese in the refrigerator. You know, it's <laughs> in a typical Italian mom, you know, always wanting to cook. But um, all the kids are around, you know, the car, the same bye to Daniel. Daniel's saying bye to them. And you notice Daniel a couple times saying, 
I'll see you soon. Yeah. Oh, oh, there he is already interrupting. And he's barking <laughs> at the trash can. <laughs> um, we apologize. This is going to go on all night, but I mean, there's not much I can do. Um, so they leave. They, they leave New Jersey and they start driving across country, you know, because you start seeing the different backdrops. And the mom is singing about going to California. So that right there <laughs> hints as to where they're going. Um, then you see Daniel and his mother leaving uh, a hotel. And what I loved is they were pop starting the <laughs> the station wagon. Do you know what pop starting is, Kylie? Uh, isn't it where one of them like shifts the car and then the other one like well they pop it? the clutch and yeah. it causes they roll it they get it rolling which gets the engine moving and everything yeah. and then they pop the clutch which causes it to stop. <laughs> I've never done it. That's the best I can explain it. I just remember Papa when <laughs> we were kids saying that you know oh they're popping the clutch. But anywho. Uh, so you see them pop start the car and the mom's like, yeah, we did it, Daniel. And now they're back on the road driving cross country. You see the beautiful Arizona backdrop. Other thing I noticed, too, is I don't know how hot it is in the fall, but that station wagon definitely looked like it did not have AC. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> so it looked like it would have been a miserable ride. But um, so they're driving across country. You can tell they're in Arizona. Then the next stop is California, where they arrive at. I believe the place is called South Seas. Um, and the mother gets up and she's like, hey, wait till you see the pool. <laughs> well, Daniel uh, Daniel and his mother start to unload the car. Um, and the mom says, hey, Daniel, you know, you know what palm trees mean? And Daniel says, yeah, ma, watch out for falling coconuts. <laughs> and she goes, no, no more New Jersey winters, which... With what's going on in, in New England right now, within Connecticut, but I mean we're covered in snow. It's freaking cold still. I, I died to live in California. I, yeah, right I could now. Go, I could go without a winter. It would be perfect. Um, but uh, you know, so she says, "Oh, no more winters." So Dan goes, "Well, uh, Daniel says, well, my I happen to like winter." <laughs> so again, you can tell he's not happy about moving to California. So Daniel's unloading his bike from the top of the car, and he's got his suitcase, and he's walking over to the. The gate and his hands are full, and next thing you know, they you hear the key yeah, and he <laughs> kicks the gate, and when the gate flies open, well, he hits his new, somewhat part-time friend, Freddy Fernandez. So we meet Freddy, and Freddy introduces himself, and he immediately says to Daniel, "Hey, let me take that suitcase." So him and you know him and Daniel are walking. Mm -hmm. He's got the suitcase. They run. He says to the to Freddy, he goes, "Hey." Daniel says to Freddie, hey, is that the only pool you got here? I mean, the pool is disgusting. Now, his mother... <laughs> it's like green. His, yeah, his mother had the pool is like the selling point of the whole <laughs> the whole spiel, you know? So um, so the pool is a... It's a, it's a shithole. The pool is just, just disgusting. So they walk by the pool, and uh, <clears throat> Freddie asks Daniel, he goes, uh, hey, man, was that karate? And Daniel goes, yeah, yeah, something like that. And Freddie's like, you must be able to kick a lot of ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a typical shtick back in the 80s. If you knew karate, you could beat everybody up. I mean, that's just the way it was. <laughs> so, um, And as they're walking up to apartment number 20, they run into an old lady sitting by the poolside. And the old lady <clears throat> says, hey, you from New Jersey? He goes, yeah. And Daniel says, yeah, I'm from New Jersey. And she starts rattling about what part and everything like that. And she goes, you know Louie? And he goes, yeah, I got an Uncle Louie. Oh, Uncle Louie who? Oh, Uncle Louie LaRusso. Oh, I know Louie. I forget the name, but yes. it wasn't 
<laughs> it wasn't the right Louie. The lady had a dog sitting beside her, and um, <laughs> and Nanook's squeaking his pig. <laughs> He's squeaking his pig. It sounds like giant farts in the background. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he realizes that there's a, a dog underneath the chair, and you know he pets the dog. They walk upstairs, and uh, Freddie says to Danny, uh, he says, "Hey, uh, we're having a beach party tomorrow." You know, we we'd like you to go. So uh, Dan Daniel says, "Yeah, all right, I'll 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 like to check it out." And he says, "Well, I'll see you tomorrow morning." So Dan and, and the mom are now in their new apartment. Dan's mom is feeling really positive, and she's putting things away. And she's telling Dan, "I got a good feeling about this." <laughs> I I'm gonna call him Dan just because Daniel. I'm gonna do Dan and Daniel. It just depends what rolls off the tongue. But anyway, you feel like yeah. So um. <laughs> Pig is throwing me off. <laughs> so she's telling Daniel, you know, she got a lot of positive vibes about the place. And Daniel went to go turn on the sink, and uh, the sink splashes him in the face. And she says, Oh, you know, the realtor said there's a, a fix it guy in the property. And Daniel says, Hey, you know, I got invited to a beach party tomorrow. And the mom says, Oh, that's wonderful. He goes, Yeah, but I can't go. I told you I'd help you, you know, unpack. And she said, I, I don't remember ever recall asking you to help me unpack. Basically, tell him, go to the beach party. And the one thing I forgot, the first thing she said when Daniel walked into the apartment is, I'm going to call about the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Daniel, uh, you know, he, he somehow manages to get a bowl of water. And he takes the bowl of water out to the dog. And he asked, he asked the lady by the pool, the crazy lady, for directions on how to get to the maintenance man. Now, here's what I find is funny. If the lady's crazy, why are you asking her for directions? True. <laughs> <laughs> but she gives him the right directions. So he walks into Mr. Miyagi's shop, and this is where we meet Mr. Miyagi for the first time. And he's in the shop doing what? Do you recall what he's doing, Kylie? He's you trying to catch flies with the chopsticks. He's trying to catch the flies with the chopsticks, and he's got the signature Karate Kid bandana on his head. Yep. So... Daniel says, uh, <laughs> He's that, the pig just keeps getting louder and louder. <laughs> it's like the pig is like under attack. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, Mr. Miyagi kind of scares Daniel a little bit. And uh, Daniel says, hey, uh, you know, I'm in apartment 20. My faucet's broken. When, when can you fix it? And uh, Mr. Miyagi goes, after. Mm-hmm. And Daniel goes, after what? And after, Mr. Miyagi after. goes, after, after. <laughs> <laughs> so typical Mr. Miyagi, which which I found, I don't know, kind of funny. <laughs> um, then we go to our next scene, which we are at a, I wish I was at it right now, man, because I'm looking at like a foot and a half of snow outside and I'm not happy about it. But uh, we're at the beach, sun Ooh. shining, waves are crashing, warm weather's upon us. So oh, I wish it was upon us. <laughs> Scene. But <clears throat> yeah, so all the boys are playing soccer, um, and they're kind of running down the beach, kind of like look like they're doing a pickup game. And he runs into, they run into like a group, mm-hmm. and Daniel kind of looks over, and on the blanket is some beautiful beach babes. <laughs> don't say that again. <laughs> beautiful beach babes. <laughs> don't do that. And in those beautiful beach babes <laughs> is Allie. And uh, Allie kind of looks up and gives, you know, Daniel a smile. And, you know, Daniel Daniel gives Allie a smile. And then the boys end up somehow getting the ball on the blanket. And Allie, as her friends are getting up, now I noticed this. 
There's a lot of wedgie picking when these girls get off the blanket. Did you notice that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Allie's like when sitting Allie on the blanket. The well, <laughs> well, yeah, she was one of them. But when, when Allie was sitting on, on the blanket, her friends got up, and the first thing she did is she took her two fingers and ran them into her <laughs> ass and pulled out her bathing suit. And then uh, she throws the ball back to Daniel and kind of smiles, and she gets up in her little one piece, and she's got to pull her bathing suit out of her ass. I mean, like, what's going on here? Everybody's ass is sucking in the bathing suits. <laughs> So uh, Dan asked, asked, the, uh, asked his buddies, like Freddie and his friends, he says, hey, who's the blonde on the blanket? And they go, uh, and he asks what her name is, and they go, Hills. He goes, Hills? What do you mean, Hills? And he's like, they're rich. So apparently you can see, you know, the difference. Yeah. Again, you know, rich, poor kids, whatever you want to call it. And now it's the nighttime on the beach, and Freddie... Well, actually, Allie and Daniel are kind of smiling at each other. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> Freddie says, as I clear my throat, sorry about that. Freddie says, uh, hey, why don't you go over there and uh, why don't you, like in Wayne's World, like Cassandra says, to Garth, <laughs> talk to her. <laughs> so he says, nah, nah. Daniel says, nah, I'm not going. He says, I'm eating. He goes, ah, you ain't got no moves. And his other friend, and Daniel says, yeah, I got moves. I got moves. And one of the, uh, Freddie's other friends says, yeah, where he come from? He ain't got no moves. And Daniel says, no, nah, I got moves. I got moves. <laughs> so what does is, what is, uh, Freddie do? Well, he does what any immature boy would do that doesn't want to talk to a girl. He kicks the ball over at Allie. Good thing for the soccer ball, because if there was no soccer ball, these boys wouldn't have been able to talk to them. <laughs> They wouldn't be able to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> so they kick the ball over there. And, of course, Daniel goes over there. And, uh, you know, Allie kind of smiles and gets the ball. <laughs> and she says to Daniel, how do you juggle the ball like that? And Daniel says, oh, it's pretty easy. You just go like this. One. And then I just go one, two. And then I go one, two, three. Then one, two, three, four. Five. Anyway. <laughs> So he's showing her how to juggle the volleyball or the basket. Oh my god! Not I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the right sport. Soccer ball. <laughs> yeah, he, he shows him how to do the um, the soccer ball. And um, Allie, <clears throat> well, actually, Johnny and his boys pull up on their dirt bikes at the top of the hill, and they're drinking beers. But they ask Johnny if he wants a beer, and Johnny's like, "No, nah, I don't want a beer." But they're talking about how it's their senior year, and they got this is their last year to make everything right. And, you know, just to impress everybody and, and have a good year. And one of his buddies notices Allie and Daniel on the beach kicking the ball with each other. And Allie looks up and she notices uh, them. So she kicks the ball away to get Daniel to run away. And one of Johnny's buddies says, hey, you know, just just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. And one of his other friends said, didn't they break up? And <laughs> this part's funny. And he said, "Yeah, they broke up. They're not even together. They're not even a thing." So Johnny comes down to the beach, being the badass that he is, and he wants to talk to Allie. So let's take a clip. Let's take a a, a listen to a little clip I have of this whole scene that unfolds pretty badly for Mr. Larusso. Oh yeah, right. And that's gonna solve everything. Give me my no. radio. I said, give me my radio. You promise you'll talk to me. Yes. You promise. Yes. Just break my radio. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch it, punk. No, this is not. Just like this. Death. Oh man. What's going on? 
an awesome clip X thing on YouTube and it does that little stupid music thing at the end. But anyway, so what you heard there is the beach scene at night when Johnny Lawrence <laughs> comes down and he uh he 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 fights Danny and I'm gonna say this. Fuck you sorry Kylie, cover your ears, earmuffs. Fuck you, Freddie Fernandez, and your weenie little friends, because I'm going to tell you what right mm. now. I give Daniel credit for sticking up for Allie, because in today's society, kids, what you saw there was a domestic violence situation. <laughs> 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 so kudos to Danny, Danny uh, Dan, Dan, uh, Daniel. I'm just going to pick what, one what, of the three. What was that? I don't know. St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and I've been listening to a lot of House of Pain like I always do, so I keep thinking of Danny Boy. But anyway, um, so I give I give Daniel a lot of credit for standing up to Johnny Lawrence, and you know Daniel punched Johnny in the mouth, and he's like, all right, man, we're even. We're even. Just let it go. Like, we're even. Cool, you know? Come on, man. We're even. That ain't good for... Ay -ay -ay! So... <laughs> What does he do? He does a couple of ninja kicks and all this shit, and he puts poor uh, poor Daniel LaRusso to the ground. And Freddie and his cool friends were like, oh, yeah, man. You picked real cool friends to hang out with. Let's get out of here. Yeah, because they're much cooler. Dude, if those <laughs> right? were my friends and they didn't get my back like that, like, I wouldn't want to be friends with you anyway, you, yeah. you turkeys, <laughs> you cowards. Like, come on, man. Poor Danny, Danielle, uh, Danielle, wow. Danielle, okay. Poor Daniel is, is like... Doing the right thing, and he got his butt kicked for it, but at least he had the cojones to stand up to Johnny, Right. and his boys just left him hanging. So that was that part kind of aggravated me a little bit. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so now we have the next morning, and we see Mrs. LaRusso. Can we get her first name, Kylie? Can you somehow find her yes, first name? Yes, I can. Um, 
Mrs. LaRusso is cooking scramby eggs. You know, that's a Jim Carrey reference from the cable guy. I cooked the scramby eggs. But uh, she's cooking scrambled eggs, and she's making breakfast for Daniel for his first day of school. And Daniel comes out, and he grabs, a, you know, the Minute Maid orange juice out of the old carton, which is awesome, out of the... Uh, out of the refrigerator, and he starts taking a drink, and his mother's like, sit down, have breakfast, sit down, you know? And Daniel's like, no, I gotta go, I gotta go. And she says, hey, before you go, I want to see you, I want to see your baby browns. He goes, come on, ma. She goes, well, what's with the glasses? He's like, it's California, it's sunny. She goes, come on, I want to see the baby browns. Ma, she's like, Daniel, are you on something? No, ma. Then take off the glasses. So what does he do? He takes off the glasses, and he's got a wicked shiner. <laughs> Did you find it? Yes, her name is Lucille LaRusso. Lucille. Well, Lucille! That was my little Richard impression, which was terrible. I'll never do that again. That's great. <laughs> but uh, so Daniel takes off the glasses and he's got that wicked china. And, uh, you know, of course, any mom, she flips out. What happened? Well, Daniel, being a kid and quick witted, he says, I fell off my bike and I, I just I got hit with my bike. And. The mother was, you know, well, you want to stay home from school today? He's like, nah, ma, this is why I wore the glasses. I didn't want you to panic. Um, so Daniel heads to school, first day of school in California, and he's rolling up on his BMX bicycle. Now, one thing I noticed is that, sit up a little bit here. One thing I noticed is that when Danny, Dan, uh, <laughs> I want to say Danielle again. When Daniel get Danielle out of your mind. I don't even know it. Who even, who I don't even, even know. I don't know. I don't know a Danielle. That's the messed up thing. I don't know a Danielle. Um so Daniel is locking his bike up on the bike rack. And I don't know any of you eighties kids, nineties kids out there like I am, but I remember that chain lock where you had to spin the numbers and put them perfectly to the line. So if it was one, two, three, four. You had to spin it, and there was a little line on either side, so it would go one, two, three, four. And if you didn't have them just fucking right, <laughs> you couldn't lock it. And then if you didn't spin them, obviously it would come unlocked. So it was like the worst lock in the world. I hated those locks. My mother bought me one for my bike, and we used to wrap them around the seat poles. Mm -hmm. That's where we used to store our locks. And uh, I hated those locks. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So... Dan walks by, you know, he's walking through the school and he notices Mr. Lawrence and his boys hanging around some kind of motorcycle. We got a little, I mean, the, the Lost Boys came out three years later, but typical 80s. Lost Boys vibes going on. Yeah, well, we got Nanook. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the dirt bike thing, the dirt bike gangs, you know? Yeah, like in Rad. No, Rad, but, was, well, bicycles. Rad was bicycles. Oh, my God. Kind of. All right, we're going to, we Anyways. can't edit that out, but that's good, Kylie. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused for a minute. Hold on. Uh, that's a big confused. <laughs> um, so he, he sees him and he just, you know, kind of walks by him. And then we cut to Daniel on the soccer field and he's kind of just, you know, doing his thing, getting ready for soccer tryouts. And of course, here comes Freddy Fernandez and his gang. <laughs> and they go, hey, karate kid. Yeah, he knows how to get his butt kicked. That's all he knows. I know how to do that. And they walk away. And and you know, Dan 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 is just trying to be <laughs> Daniel is just trying to be nice, like, hey Freddie, what's going on? But they totally give him the cold shoulder because he got beat up for sticking up for Allie. So 
Allie comes over and she sees his eye and she's like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, no big deal. It's, it's, uh, looks a lot worse than how it feels. And she says, well, I'm sorry about that. He's a jerk. And she says, you know, my name is Allie with an eye. And, uh, she shows him her sock of Ollie and he's like, oh, you've been practicing. And, you know, she asked, you know, she asked her name, uh, his name. And he says, oh, my name is Daniel with an eye. And, you know, she kind of walks off the field smiling and, now you see Johnny and his gang. They notice that Daniel is talking to Allie. So they kind of put a plan together, and, and Daniel's on the soccer field tearing it up. I mean, he actually, he looks like a really good soccer player. I wonder <laughs> if he is one in, in real life. But uh, one of Johnny's goons sweeps the leg and costs Daniel being the little fire, pissed ant, fire ball, whatever <laughs> oh he is. God. I don't know. I'm just, I can't think of any good words it's tonight. It's okay. I, I had a brain fart. <coughs> yeah, fine. you got a dirt bike confused <laughs> with a pedal bike. Oh, my God. But, um, so Dan Dan gets into a fight, and the soccer coach kind of tells him to screw, get off the field, we're not going to tolerate it, and Daniel's like, hey, man, this school sucks. So, as we watched the movie, though, Kylie, I kind of felt for you, because when we moved to Brooklyn... You kind of said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you were having a hard time with the kids, so you could kind of relate to Daniel in this yeah. process, huh? Yeah, I really can. Yeah, so now we're back at the apartment, and we see Daniel practicing his karate. He's got like a magazine on the table, and <laughs> Mr. Miyagi walks in to fix the, the sink, and he says, oh, you practice karate. And he says, yeah, yeah. He says, what, do you learn karate from a book? And he said, yeah, the book and, and, you know, some classes that I took down at the Y. And he says, oh. So Mr. Miyagi's fixing the sink and he says to Dan, he goes, what happened to your eye? And he says, well, I fell off my bike. And, and Mr. Miyagi being quick as he is, he says, well, good thing you didn't hurt the hand. So he knows that Daniel didn't fall off his bike. <clears throat> so now we're back at school and it's lunchtime. Everybody's favorite time of the day. <laughs> and Allie sneaks up behind Dan and says, hey, and they they start getting lunch together. And he says, uh, you know, are you sitting with anybody? And she said, well, with you, if that's OK. So Dan's going to sit with Allie and Allie is apologizing about what happened on the soccer field. And Allie breaks the news that Johnny is her ex-boyfriend. And Daniel starts going, uh, you think? I don't know. He's looking up at the sky and he's like, oh, you think, you know, he's. He's talking to himself, <laughs> and uh, she says, well, what are you doing? She's, he says, well, I'm telling myself I must be crazy to sit with this girl. So he's, he, you know, he sticks with Allie, and, he, and um, he decides to pay for her lunch, and his lunch was like two ninety nine or something, or $1.99. Yeah, anyway, like a dollar. Both, both lunches came out to three seventy five. Like, what is a hot lunch today? You can't even almost buy one for three seventy five. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> So as they're walking to go sit down, and he says, you know, Allie says, well, I've been broken up with Johnny for weeks. And he goes, well, how many weeks? Five, 10, 15 weeks? <laughs> He's like, how many weeks? <laughs> so uh, as I get my notes here, uh, we see Dan after school. He walks into a dojo. Now, this is where we see Sensei Crease for the first time. And he's telling the class, you know, the typical Cobra Kai thing. You know, strike hard, strike first. You know, no fear, blah, 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 no blah, blah, blah. No mercy. Uh, so Dan sits down and he's watching this and he says, Mr. Lawrence, warm him up. Well, who other than Johnny? 
is at the head of the class and he kind of looks at Dan and Dan looks at Johnny and he's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> so Dan leaves and now we're at the restaurant with Dan and his mom and his mother's telling Daniel that she's going to be trained as a manager and, a, and the benefits are going to be wonderful. <laughs> so she's working two jobs, but apparently the restaurant job is a better job than at that computer company, which... Coincidentally, I read something online that I, I don't know if it was a real company, but it did end up going bankrupt. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, she sits down and she's she's talking to, to Daniel and, um, you know, she's telling him to like, you know, you remember when you went to the lake and you hated it? He's like, yeah, I got poison ivy. He goes, but then you met Joey and you guys became friends and you loved the lake. And he's like, yeah, she goes, same thing, you know, basically here. Just try it. Give it a try. And he goes, yeah, ma, I know. And then she asks about the karate school, and he goes, oh, it's stupid. And she said, oh, good, because we probably couldn't afford it anyway. <laughs> and then she goes, I've noticed nothing but blonde since we've been out here. <laughs> and uh, then she says, so, Daniel, <laughs> Danny, my little poopala. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Bopala, Bopala, whatever the hell it is. You're so weird. I know I am. But Danny, did you meet a girl? (laughs) (laughs) So Dan Dan said, yeah, Ma, I met a girl. And she's like, is she blonde? Yeah, Ma, she's blonde. Is she hotter than Judy? Oh, yeah, Ma. (laughs) She buries Judy. She buries Judy? (laughs) (laughs) So... The little hostess like yells at Dan's mom to go back because, hey, they're here. Get over here. So she has to leave Dan. We just didn't sound like that at and all. I, well, she sounded like that. Yes, she did. Go back and watch it. So <laughs> <laughs> so Danny's sitting there alone, and he's he reminds me of like Rocky Balboa in the original Rocky standing in front of the mirror reading the turtle food. Hey, this turtle food's got less moss. I mean, less moss is good for the turtles, for their digestive system. You know, yeah. talking to himself. And and Daniel's like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say she's gorgeous, but yeah, she's, no, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's she's hot. She's definitely hot. You know, <laughs> he had an old conversation about Allie to himself about it. Um, so now we see Dan has obviously left the restaurant and he's riding home. And Dan's just minding his business. Well, I don't know. Oh, here's the thing. I got to backtrack a little bit. <clears throat> when Dan's in the restaurant, did you notice all the Cobra Kai guys? Yeah, on the corner. But they all like saw Dan. He ran back to tell the guys, and then the guys just scattered. What? What? What did I miss? They I didn't do know. anything. Did you notice that? They just kind of yeah. like, oh, there he is, and they ran. They, they were all like fishing molds. Yeah, you know. So, anyway, so Dan is uh, Daniel's riding home, and he's cutting through obviously like the backside of the apartment complex, and. Here comes the Lost Boys, David and his crew. I mean, sorry. Here comes <laughs> Johnny Lawrence and his crew up from behind on their dirt bikes. And they said, oh, you want to take karate, Daniel? You want to take karate? Well, here's your le- first lesson. Balance. Or how to take no, how to take a fall. Yeah. And they pushed him over, and Daniel went ass over tea kettle down the hill. It looked pretty painful. I mean, I wouldn't want to fall like that. So we see Daniel's mom in that big old station wagon pulling in the drive the driveway next to Mr. Miyagi's shop, which coincidentally, that building I looked up online is still in existence. It still looks the same. It is an apartment complex, but Mr. Miyagi's workshop is actually a garage, uh, is a parking area, an open parking area. Mm-hmm. 
and they enclosed it to make Mr. Miyagi's workshop for the movie. Just a little fun fact. So <laughs> Daniel comes walking, and he takes his bike, and he slams it in the dumpster, and he says, I hate this stupid bike, this stupid bike. I hate it. I hate it, you stupid bike. And his mother sees it, and she says, Daniel, Daniel, what's the matter? What's the matter? And he walks over, and she goes, oh, my God, what happened to your head? And Dan says, ah, oh, what do you want me to say, Ma? What do you want me to say? She's like, the truth. I can't help you unless you tell me the truth. So he says, I just don't get the rules around him. I want to go home. I want to go home. And she said, well, that's not fair. And Daniel says, well, it's not fair that you didn't ask me if I wanted to move to California. I want to go home. I just don't understand the rules. And she says, well, Daniel, let's go upstairs. You and I will we'll, um, we'll figure out the rules together. And Mrs. LaRusso says, don't you want to get your bike? He goes, nah, Mom, better off taking the bus. And out of nowhere, who comes out? Mr. Miyagi. And he heard everything. And you could see Mr. Miyagi kind of kind of looks upset, you know what I mean? He wants to help Daniel because he feels bad. Sips yep. tea. Sips my tea. I got <laughs> something going on in my throat tonight. It's kind of scratchy. I hope I'm not getting a cold. But anyway, so Mr. Miyagi sees that Daniel needs some help. So we break to the next scene, which is puppy under my foot. No. <laughs> <laughs> which is the school again. He finally fell asleep, ladies and gentlemen. It's like having a baby. It yeah, is. When Public he falls asleep in the other room, we need like a baby monitor. <laughs> I'm telling you, public service announcement, people. If you're going to get a puppy, you're better off, like, actually, if you're thinking about having a kid, get a puppy. Because having a puppy is like having a kid, except changing the dirty diapers. At least they go outside. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, if they make it. <laughs> but anyway, he's now sleeping under the table. So hopefully uh, hopefully we're all set for a little while. So we got to be quiet. We're squeaky pig. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back at school, and... Uh, Dan sees Allie and he chases her down the, the outside walkway because it's kind of <laughs> cool in California. Like the classes, when they change, they don't, uh, they're not like in a building. It's like separate little buildings and they I'd walk outside. <laughs> don't say that because now you just admit it. You're going to bunk school to your father. Real brilliant, Rad. I'm not um, going to do uh, My school's inside. I was saying if it was outside. So we're never moving to California. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,. Dan sees Allie and he starts chasing her down the um, the walkway and he's saying hi to her. And Isn't this the scene where he has camo pants on with a plaid shirt? Yep. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the scene before. Oh, okay. When he went to the karate school, he had the camo pants on with the plaid right, shirt. Yes, yeah, he okay. actually matches in this picture. Whoever did the wardrobes, you're bad. You're full right. <laughs> So uh So Allie, Allie introduces Dan. Daniel to Susan and Allie says, "Hey, why don't you?" Uh, says to Daniel, "Daniel, why don't you come to the arcade with us? There's a really new game I want to. A really a game. There's a new game that I really would like to try out. You should come with us." And Daniel notices Johnny and his gang, and he says, "Well, I, I gotta go. I, I forgot something. I'm gonna head this way." And she says, "You know, we really have to face this head on. You just gotta face these problems head on. You just can't. You just can't run away from your problems like that. We gotta face it." And Daniel says, "No, I'm not." I'm not running away. I'm not running away. I just, I got to go do something. So Daniel is obviously running away. Can't keep running away. Can't keep running. That's another 90s uh, song there by the Foss side called Running. Anywho, <coughs> so now Daniel comes home and at the top of his staircase is his bike all fixed up, shiny and new. Ooh. And we obviously know who did it. Mr. Miyagi. And what does he do? Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes down and he thanks Mr. Miyagi for fixing his yeah, bike. Yeah, he does that. But Mr. Miyagi is clipping the bonsai trees, and he asks he asked Mr. Miyagi what you know what the bonsai trees are, and Mr. Miyagi tells him you know they're they're from Okinawa, and he's, Daniel says, well, how do you get the trees to look like that? He goes, I train the trees and I clip the trees, and Mr. Miyagi says, you try. So he Daniel tries the tree, but before he starts cutting, Mr. Miyagi says. Picture the picture your clear your mind and make a picture of the tree in your mind as to what you want it to look like. And then take that image in your brain and make the tree look like it. So Daniel does it. And he's doing a pretty good job. So Mr. Miyagi and Daniel are clipping the, the bonsai trees and Daniel's mom comes home and she says, Hey, sport. And uh, she said, Hey, did you see your bike? He goes, Yeah. And she looks at Mr. Miyagi and says, Thank you. And says, how much do I owe you? The polite thing to do. And Mr. Miyagi says, oh, no trouble, no trouble. And uh, she says, oh, look at this tree. So Daniel starts telling you know, his mom that it's a bonsai tree and he pronounces it wrong and all this stuff. So she says, oh, they're beautiful. So Mr. Miyagi gives Daniel's mother the bonsai tree. And she says, oh, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. He goes, no, you take, you know, take it because, you know, you'll insult an old man. So she takes it and... Daniel takes uh, the His, bonsai tree yeah. and, you know, they leave and he's pretty happy. He's happy that, you know, Mr. Miyagi is so nice to him and he's telling his mother how great Mr. Miyagi is. And then we cut back to the school and it's Halloween time, Halloween, my favorite time. Um, Daniel is avoiding Allie because he just doesn't want any more trouble with Johnny, which when you're by yourself, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to... You got to just avoid the trouble. So he avoids Allie and then like they're all setting up for the, the Halloween dance and Johnny's in there and Allie's blowing up the balloons and Daniel's seeing the, you know, standing in the background and uh, he just, he wants to help and he wants to talk to him, but he's just, he's afraid that he's going to get the shit beat out of him <laughs> by Johnny again. So now we're back at Mr. Miyagi's shop and Mr. Miyagi's got Jacqueline. He says, oh, Daniel, son, you right? And uh, <laughs> he says, a lot happening tonight at the dance and. Mr. You know, Daniel's like, well, I don't really dance. I don't really want to go to the dance. He says, well, what are you going to, you know, Mr. Miyagi says, what are you going to do? He says, well, I'm going to hang hang out with you. And Mr. Miyagi says, oh, no. He goes, young bee needs young flower, not old prune like me. <laughs> so uh, Daniel says, yeah, well, the only way I'd go to the dance is if I'd be uh, the invisible man. But I don't have a costume, so I can't go anyway. So Mr. Miyagi says, well... If you're invisible, would you go to the dance? And Daniel says, yeah. Well, you can see hanging in the background the shower costume before he even made the shower mm -hmm. costume. So we break back to the school, and we're at the Halloween dance. And there's a lot of great costumes. I thought I thought that Allie was trying to be Princess Leia, but... <laughs> No, I think she was like an angel or something. Oh, she was an angel. Yes, that's right. I I caught it quick. I thought she was trying to be Princess yeah, Leia. Yeah, she had but like the braids and like the flowers. And yeah, like the yeah, dress. you're right. Good catch. Good catch. Dumb on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel walks in and he's covered by the shower curtain and Allie immediately goes, that's Daniel. And they're like, well, what do you see in that fungus? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's so harsh. Yeah, fungus? poor Daniel. He doesn't even know anybody, but... Uh, she walks over to him and she, well, she grabs the flower from her friend. She walks over to Daniel and hops into the shower curtain and they start talking and 
she's apologizing to Daniel about everything that's going on, and Daniel apologizes to her about, you know, avoiding her, and they start slow dancing, and they're having a moment, and she says, Hey, Daniel, you want to go outside? <laughs> and, of course, Daniel's like, Okay. <laughs> so, so they, awkward. <laughs> they open up the shower curtain, and here comes a chicken throwing eggs on people, and Daniel got bonked with an egg. So now he's going to go to the bathroom, and when he's in the bathroom, there's Johnny Lawrence with his boys, and now Daniel gets a bright idea. Now Johnny's in the bathroom rolling the number. Doing a no-no. Rolling the jizzoint. <laughs> listen to his Walkman with the foam padded earphones. <laughs> so, oh, another sip of my tea. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so Daniel uh, decides to come up with the bright idea to make Allie's wish come true to get Johnny back. He takes a hose, puts it through the pipes, turns the hose on. Now, Daniel, you're a dumbass at this point because you just got asked to go make out. With Ew. Allie. You <laughs> oh <my> got Allie. You got you just got Daniel. That was the dog. Jesus, Bailey. No. You just got <laughs> So you got Daniel <laughs> just got asked to go make out with the girl of his dreams. So instead of taking that opportunity, the dumbass is gonna start with the bullies. Kylie, if the hottest guy in school wanted to like, like go outside and like hold your hand, <laughs> <laughs> would you do it, or would you start trouble with the bullies and totally blow up the moment? I wouldn't want to start trouble with anybody, like regardless of like if anybody wanted no, to I'm hold giving my you, hand. Listen to me. I'm giving you a hypothetical. I know. You have two choices. Pick but one. It's like no. when I ask you for dinner and I say, Kylie, what do you want, pizza or do you want to get sandwiches? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I chose pizza. Yeah, finally. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't start any trouble with the bullies because that's just a smart thing to do. Again, answer the hypothetical. Would you start trouble with the bullies? No, or I just said no. So you would choose going outside and holding yes. their hands? Okay, you don't have to scream, God. Don't well, because so you weren't offended. listening to me. I am listening to you. No, we're you're sitting right across the table because I'm an old man. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back on track, Daniel puts the hose through the pipes, and he fires up the faucet, and he got the joint wet. <gasps> oh, no. If I was in high school, I'd be pissed if someone got my joint wet. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who did this? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, Daniel runs, and there's Allie. What's going on? What's going on? Well, you're about to see it. And here comes Johnny and his boys. And, of course, Daniel's got this giant shower curtain on. He's trying yeah. to get away from everybody. He should have thought about that, too. Oh, he didn't think it through. <laughs> he yeah, just didn't he really think didn't. it through. So Daniel tries to run away. He causes a car accident. Johnny and his boys finally catch up to Daniel. And Johnny says, you just couldn't leave well enough alone. Well, guess what happens? You want to you wanna guess what happens, Kylie? Well, you know what happens. You saw the movie. Yeah, I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got uh, Johnny and his boys. They stop beating the crap out of Daniel. And Daniel's really getting a what for this time. I mean, yeah, he, he really, really screwed is. up. Johnny's really beating the shit out of him. And one of Johnny's fr Johnny's friends are like, dude, just leave him alone. He's had enough. 
Leave him alone. And I'll tell you, and he, you know, Johnny, I'll tell you when he's had enough. Well, out of nowhere, here comes Mr. Miyagi. Yeesh! And Mr. Miyagi kicked the crap out of all of them, thank God. And now we're back in Mr. Miyagi's workshop where we got Daniel laying down with a towel on his head. And Daniel pops up and he says, where'd Spider-Man go? <laughs> you know, and Mr. Miyagi starts laughing. And Daniel was shocked to, to find out that it was Mr. Miyagi that, that did the karate. And Dan Daniel had no idea that Mr. Miyagi could do the karate. Could do the karate. <laughs> yeah, could do the karate. He knew martial arts. He was a martial artiste. Okay, is that better for you? Okay. Yeah. So, Mr. Miyagi tells him that, you know, he knows martial arts and they're drinking tea and Daniel tries to talk Mr. Miyagi into teaching him. Mr. Miyagi says, no, what do you want to fight for? And he's not going to teach him. So, Daniel's like, oh, great, I'm dead. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> and he walks away and Mr. Miyagi says, Daniel, son, you know, karate here, karate here. Karate no here. He points to his head, mm-hmm. I think his heart and his fist. And uh Daniel asks him, Well, what kind of what what belt are you? And uh what belt are you? And he goes, JC Penny, you like canvas, <laughs> three ninety nine. In Okinawa, there are no belts. So he's basically telling Daniel that there's no ranks, just it's it's just what you know. So the next morning, you know, well, Mr. Miyagi agrees to train Daniel. So the next morning Daniel meets Mr. Miyagi outside of his workshop, and he says, Daniel, we go for a ride. So Daniel gets inside this really nice truck, and Mr. Miyagi hands him the keys to drive. He says, you got license? And Daniel goes, no. And Mr. Miyagi goes, me neither. So they take a ride to none other than what location? The beach. The beach? Yeah, huh? Isn't that the no. scene? Oh, wait, you are I way, was way ahead. ahead. Sorry, I yeah. just like. No, you didn't do your homework, Kyle. You get a D. <laughs> no, I was like, so, I just zoned out for a minute. So they go like to the ahead. Cobra Kai Dojo. Oh, yes. And that. Daniel's kind of mad about it, but let's take a listen as to what Mr. Miyagi's going to do. You lose concentration to fight in your dead meat. Yes, Sensei. What? Yes, Sensei. Get him. <clears throat> Give me 60 push ups on your knuckles. Finish him! Flawless victory! Prepare! Prepare. Ice! Ice! (laughs) We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. Here, on the street, in competition. A man confronts you, he is the enemy. An enemy deserves no mercy. What is the problem, Mr. Lawrence? Hey, come on, let's forget this. Class, we have visitors. Fall in behind me. Ice! 
I hear you jumped some of my students last night. Afraid the facts mixed up. Are you calling Mr. Lawrence a liar? No call no one, nothing. What are you here for, old man? Come ask leave boy alone. What's the matter? The boy can't take care of his own problems? One to one problem, yes. Five to one problem. Too much ask anyone. Is that what's bothering you? The odds. Well, we can fix that. You like matching, Mr. Lawrence? Yes, Sensei! Uh, no more fighting. This is a karate dojo, not a knitting class. You don't come in my dojo and drop a challenge and leave, old man. Now, you get your boy on the matter, you and I will have a major problem. Too much advantage, your dojo. Name a place. Tournament. <laughs> You've got real nerve, old man. Real nerve. But I think we can accommodate you. Can't we, Mr. Lawrence? Yes, Sensei. All in. Ask one more small request. Make it fast. Ask leave boy alone to train. <laughs> You're a pushy little bastard, ain't you? But I like that. I like that. All right. No one touches the prima donna until the tournament. Is that understood? Yes, Sensei! But you don't show. And it's open season. All right, there we saw the challenge being issued by Mr. Miyagi. So after that scene happens, Daniel's pretty pissed off at Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> like, what did you do that for? I'm going to get my butt kicked. So he gets Daniel to calm down. They head to Mr. Miyagi's house. Now, Mr. Miyagi tells Daniel, win or lose, if you put up a good fight, that's all that matters. No one's going to bother you if you put up a good fight, which Daniel's been trying to do. So, Mr. Miyagi takes the signature headband and... <laughs> that was my tie sound. <laughs> Ties it on Daniel's head. And he tells Daniel, if you fly, sh if a f if you fly straight, you, you will do good. If you fly off, squish. You're dead. He tells him, do what I say. Basically, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> so... He tells Daniel, wash the car, then wax. Wax on right, wax off left hand. Breathe in, breathe out. Make a circle. <laughs> so that's what he has Daniel do. So Daniel starts going. He says, do all the car. And Mr. Miyagi has a small car lot of awesome antique 40 cars, 40s, 50s cars all over the lot. It's pretty cool. So Daniel's done with the car, and he walks in the house, and Mr. Miyagi's meditating, and he says, I'll see you tomorrow. So now we're back at school. Dan is at his locker. Allie surprises him, and then Allie's pissed off at John for what he did. <laughs> so they're walking along, and Dan sees Johnny and his gang, and what does Dan do? Well, first of all, he tells Allie about the agreement, yeah. and then he says, watch this. And he walks over. Well, actually, let me back up again, too. I forgot the important part. Dan asks Allie out 
Big step. <gasps> big, big step. So he didn't ruin it too much at the dance. Listen, I wouldn't mess with the bullies. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I would have been picking her wedgie. Gross. Ew. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she writes down her address. And he asks her on a date. She says yes. So as Dan's walking away, he sees the history teacher. And he was telling the history teacher that Mr. Lawrence and his friends didn't had some questions about the lesson. They need him to repeat it. And the history teacher says, oh, sure. But then Johnny and his friends are like, no, no, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And guess what? It backfires on Daniel. He got stuck. <laughs> <clears throat> so we've all been here before, except for you, Kylie, because you have not been on a date yet. But... When we were this age and we were not driving on our own, our parents had to drive us to the date. (laughs) And I love it because Daniel's mother takes the hoopty, (laughs) the big old station wagon, the murder wagon, and uh, they pick up Allie. And, you know, when they pull up to Allie's house, they're kind of like, holy shit, this house is huge. And... uh, Allie comes out, her parents pull up in a, a Rolls Royce Bentley. <laughs> oh, no, wait. A Rolls a Bentley and a Rolls Royce, too, in their cars. So yeah, sorry. Different. So they pull up in a Rolls Royce, Jeeves. <laughs> and uh, Allie introduce, you know, introduces his, his her parents into, and God, there goes my eBay thing, <laughs> introduces uh, her parents to Daniel and uh, Daniel's mom, kind of butts in and says, hi, I love the place and everything. So they get into the car, and of course, Allie gets in the middle, and Daniel sits with her, but then the car won't start. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So what do they do? They pop the clutch, and the car starts. And the parents are just looking at the whole situation like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? So now we end up to the place that now, if most of you listeners out there only saw Cobra Kai... You will recognize this place because it's the place where Johnny Lawrence sent that kid to impress Miguel that girl, Miguel. And Sam. Yeah, so you know that to go impress her on a date, I, but it originated in the 1984. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't born then, so. But anyway, the name of the place is Golf and Stuff. It's the same place that was used in the '84 Karate Kid in 2018's Cobra Kai. <laughs> and what I love is it's it's no, nah, it's a fun place. They're playing. Uh, air hockey they're playing mini golf it's kind of like the grand prix yeah yeah and seekonk the seekonk grand prix um they got bumper boats go-karts trampolines and then they got the photo booth where they take the funny pictures uh so you know they're having a good time and and daniel and and ali are walking out and uh a guy pulls up in a corvette and 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 says to ali hey what's going on and ali introduces daniel and you know, Daniel's kind of taken back, so the dude leaves, and then in a Porsche kind of car, uh, Johnny and his boys pull up, and they ask uh, Allie if she wants to go hang out, and Allie says, no, I don't want to. And Daniel, you know, and they leave, and, you know, they call him the Karate Kid. They call Daniel the Karate Kid yet again. <laughs> and uh, he says to Allie, you know, you could have gone if you wanted to, and she says, I know, if I wanted to, I would have gone. He goes, well, why didn't you go? She goes, because I didn't want to. <laughs> you know so dan's kind of shocked by that but now we're back at mr miyagi's house and daniel walks into the backyard and 
And there's Mr. Miyagi using these round tambourine looking things, sanding the deck. And he, you know, Daniel takes him and goes, Hey, what are these? Bongos? <laughs> and Mr. Miyagi says, No, Japanese sander. <laughs> so he makes Daniel sand the whole deck with those hand sanders. That sucks. And he walks away and Mr. Miyagi's going, Left the circle, uh, right the circle, <laughs> left the circle, right the circle, finish all of deck. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel finishes the deck and, uh, you know, he's, Mr. Miyagi says, go home. I'll see you at six o'clock tomorrow morning. Well, uh, Daniel's pissed at this point. He's like, oh, my God. So <clears throat> now it's morning. And Mr. Miyagi is trying to catch the flies. He's sitting there trying to catch the flies. And Daniel walks in and says, hey, Mr. Miyagi, wouldn't a fly swatter be easier? And Daniel picks up the, the chopsticks and <laughs> catches the fly. Like on the first try. So Mr. Miyagi is pissed and he's like, beginner luck. Now, <laughs> back in the days of Nintendo, the regular NES, the original Nintendo, they had the Karate Kid game. And in the Karate Kid game, you had to catch the flies with the chopsticks. I caught none. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hard part in the game, but I had a lot of fun so stuff. Like you could, no beginner luck. Like you know, I think in the second one where, uh, yeah, it's the second one where they were breaking the ice blocks. Mm -hmm. Well, you had to chop the ice blocks in in this game. It was fun. We'll have to That's get it cool. for our Nintendo. Yeah, I have to find it. But um, Mr. Miyagi tells Daniel, "You gotta paint the fence." And Daniel says, oh, boy. And he says, you got to go up, down. Use a wrist. Up, <laughs> down. So <clears throat> he tells Daniel, paint all of the fence. <laughs> and do big, uh, big board right hand, small board left hand. So now Daniel's done with both sides. Both sides of the fence. And uh, Mr. Miyagi starts singing out as he's walking. I'm sorry. He tells Daniel to paint both. He's not finished yet. He tells Daniel he's got to paint both sides. And Mr. Miyagi's walking away going, up, down, up, down. Um, so we finished that scene, you know, because it's nighttime when it's over. And now we're back at the morning. And he tells Daniel, paint the house. <laughs> <laughs> paint the house and uh he tells him you know go side to side you know up down side to side now daniel's daniel's pissed at this point so now it's nighttime and uh you know daniel said what am i a slave you know what am i what do i do you're bidding when are you going to show me how to do karate and mr miyagi says show me sand the floor and then you know daniel Shows him. And then Mr. Miyagi fix it. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Miyagi goes real fast. Show sand the floor. Show wax on, wax off. Show paint the fence. You know, show paint the house. Mm -hmm. And he does all the different moves. And then Mr. Miyagi starts throwing all these punches. And Daniel blocks them all using the technique that uh, he was shown to paint the house and everything. So Mr. Miyagi was teaching him how to do karate. And, you know, they both bow to each other, and Daniel's like, wow, I can't believe that 
<laughs> I just did All that. All that taught him to do karate. Yeah. So now we're at the beach. And uh, Mr. Miyagi says, you know, you got to learn balance. And Daniel's in the waves trying to do the balance. And he looks out in the distance as he's getting his ass kicked by these waves. <laughs> and Mr. Miyagi is doing the uh, the crane kicks off the off the pole. Now, coincidentally, Mr. Miyagi, Pat Morita, he didn't know karate at all. He didn't know any karate. And that was actually a karate master. And I forget his name because it was I couldn't even pronounce it. But uh, he was the one doing the karate kicks off the off the the pole. So just a fun little fact. Um so you know they they finish working out and you know they're walking back to Mr. Miyagi's truck and Mr. you know Daniel asks Mr. Miyagi about the you know the kicks and Mr. Miyagi you know basically tells him about it but says you know well first you got to learn to stand before you can learn to fly. Now there's two guys hanging out on Mr. Miyagi's truck and he tells him that he wants to leave and Cost the guys a racist, and they call him a nip. And Mr. Miyagi gets mad, obviously, and he karate chops all the bottles, and he breaks all their beer bottles on the first try. <laughs> so um, we cut to Daniel, uh, Ali and Daniel on the soccer field, and they set a date for 9.30 to go out at 9.30. Then we cut to Mr. Miyagi and... Uh, Daniel in a canoe and Mr. Miyagi's fishing and Daniel's standing on the bow of the canoe practicing balance, doing his kata and all that stuff. And uh, Daniel says, you know, when do I learn how to punch? And Mr. Miyagi says, balance first. And Daniel's like, yeah, yeah, I know. So <clears throat> they talk about fighting and they talk about karate and Mr. Miyagi tells them karate is not all about fighting. And they're having a good heart-to-heart conversation as to, you know, as to when to use karate and what's going on a little bit with Daniel. And then Mr. Miyagi thinks it's funny, and he shakes the boat, and he <laughs> says, you got to learn balance, and knocks Daniel off the bow of the boat, and he's laughing. He thinks that's quite funny. So now we cut to the country club, and we got Allie and her dad dancing and doing the rich, ritzy thing, and Daniel's <laughs> outside waiting, nine, you know, waiting for 9.30, and Johnny Lawrence is there, and... Allie's parents make Johnny dance with, uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Allie's parents make Johnny, uh, Allie dance with Johnny, and, there you, go. <laughs> you know, Johnny's asking to make a truce, and um, Allie's not having it, and she doesn't, she doesn't really want to hear it, mm-hmm. and they're dancing, and Daniel kind of goes into the kitchen, and he's, he notices Johnny and Allie dancing well, Johnny notices and what does he do? He kisses her. Yep. And Daniel gets all upset and runs away and knocks over the guy. And for some reason, Daniel's wearing all white with a red jacket. So now he's covered in <laughs> tomato sauce. Um, and he's embarrassed. Daniel's Daniel's definitely embarrassed. And Johnny's laughing. And Daniel just runs off. And he misses what happened afterwards. What happened after he kissed her? Uh, Allie smacked him. That's right. Allie smacked him. Uh, so now we got back at Mr. Miyagi's house. Daniel goes to Mr. Miyagi's house and Mr. Miyagi is wearing a World War II uniform. Uh, and you know, you can tell Miyagi has been drinking (laughs) (laughs) and Dan walks in and he sits down, you know, he sits down with Mr. Miyagi and Mr. Miyagi gives him a drink. (laughs) Way to go. Uh, 
coincidentally, Mr. Miyagi was in a very good World War II movie called The Battle of Midway. Check it out sometimes. Good flick. <laughs> very young Mr. Miyagi. Oh, it's a black and white movie. It is. It's a good movie. Papa showed me it. Uh, so Mr. Miyagi does a toast. Banzai! You know. <laughs> um, and Mr. Miyagi's laughing and he's drunk and he says, I'm celebrating an anniversary. And Daniel says, anniversary? He says, yeah, I was married. And, you know, Daniel didn't know Mr. Miyagi was married. And Mr. Miyagi tells Daniel to drink, 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 drink. And then Mr. Miyagi stands <laughs> up and does a World War II impression where he goes off about the day that he found out, upsettingly, that his wife died. Um, and Mr. Miyagi is visibly upset because she died from complications of childbirth. Not only did he lose his wife, he lost his child all in one shot while he was away at war. Uh and he walks over to the bed upset, crying, and he passes out. So Daniel just gets him to bed. <clears throat> and Mr. Miyagi actually saved the uh, the telegram. Uh, and he Daniel read the telegram from World War II from when he found out that his, uh, his wife is killed. So Daniel's kind of going through some other stuff, and he finds the... Medal of Valor. Mr. Miyagi actually was a good soldier and got a Medal of Valor, which is pretty impressive. And now we're at the beach again, and you know we kind of got the music, you know the the Chinese yeah. Japanese flute music or whatever it is. But uh, Daniel's on the uh, the pole and he's practicing the crane kick, and you know he's on the edge of the boat floating down the river and he's doing. He's doing the kia, uh, kia, yeah. He's doing the kata. <laughs> he's practicing the kata, and uh, you can see at this point now his karate is really coming together. He's mm-hmm. he's got all the moves down. Um, and now it's time for punch training. So Mr. Miyagi's got to catch his, you know, catch his gear on, <laughs> and he's telling Dan, you know, only move your fist one inch. Everything generates from your body, from your feet all the way up, and he tells him to to kiai. So Daniel starts joking around. He goes, hey, Mr. Miyagi, check this out. And he starts doing like a Muhammad Ali kind of shuffle dance. And Mr. <laughs> Miyagi says, you joke too much. And he sweeps his leg. And uh, he teaches Daniel how to punch properly. And Daniel's now starting to learn how to throw a proper punch. Um, then we move to Daniel's birthday at Mr. Miyagi's house. Uh, and Mr. Miyagi <coughs> gives Daniel his first present, your number one present. <laughs> and it's the gi yeah. with the uh, bonsai tree in the back that Mr. Miyagi's wife made. Mr. Miyagi had it put on the back of a gi. Mm-hmm. And he's he's really excited about it. Um, and he thanks him for it. And now, you know, he uh, he asked Mr. Miyagi if he, sa- if he stands a chance. And... You know, he, Mr. Miyagi tells him, yeah, you know, you got a chance. And they get ready to have cake. And he goes, oh, shit, I got to go meet my mom. I got to go meet my um, my mom. I got to go. And Mr. Miyagi says, ah, Miyagi, understand. I had a mother once, too. And uh, Daniel goes and he's going to go meet his mom. So Mr. Miyagi says, well, let me give you present number two. Well, what does he give him? He gives him the keys to that beautiful 48 Plymouth convertible. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's just shocked. He's like, Mr. Miyagi, this is great. Thank you. Thank you. And Daniel drives off to go meet his mom. And as he's leaving, Daniel yells, Bonsai! And Mr. Miyagi (laughs) yells, Bonsai! And they yell Bonsai back and forth. 
But instead of going immediately to meet his mother, they go to golf and stuff, and he finds Allie. And Allie's just ignoring him, and she's really mad at him. And they start talking about being, you know, Daniel saying, you know, you're with your rich family, what because you're rich and I'm poor. And then he starts throwing that again. And uh, Allie says, well, Daniel, I, I, I don't really care about that. I thought you were different. And she storms off. And Susan tells Daniel that you didn't see what happened after Johnny punched, punched, uh, you didn't see what happened after Johnny <laughs> kissed Allie. And uh, he goes, no, what happened? She goes, she gave him a right hook. And Dan, you know, and now he's like, oh, man. So he runs outside and he tells, you know, he says he finds Allie. He says, uh, so a right hook, huh? Uh, he goes, yeah, he's a jerk. And they start laughing and they kind of make up. And Dan starts telling <clears throat> Allie about the tournament. And he says, you know, I don't have much of a cheering section. And Allie says, well, you got me. So... They kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dan shows a, Dan shows Allie the car and he says, you want to drive? And I forgot what happened at this part, but I heard Daniel go, hey, it's the 80s. Yeah, because Allie was like, me, drive? She was like, uh, she's kind of like iffy about oh, it. That's and then it. he says it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I forgot what he said. Good catch. Thank you. So now we head to the tournament. Next morning, we're at the tournament and... They're going to check in, and they say this tournament is for black belts only. So he tells them that he's a black belt, and Mr. Miyagi steals the black belt out of uh, out of um, the bag, the bag and hands it to Allie. And uh, Allie uh, runs and kind of runs off. Then we go into the locker room, and of course, who's in the locker room? The Cobra Kai's and Daniel. And what do they tell Daniel? I can't remember exactly, but it's like... You did me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so Daniel's kind of nervous, and they go out onto the floor, and they're trying to figure out what to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, they tell Daniel to report to Matt 12, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And Daniel goes to Matt 12, and now we're into fight one. Round one. Fight. And uh, Daniel gets knocked out of bounds, and then... Uh, you know, Daniel gets knocked out of bounds again because he's nervous, and the referee tells him, hey, uh, you get knocked out again, you know, you're going to be disqualified. So Daniel stays in, and he kicks the guy, so now he's got a point. And then Daniel chops him, and he gets another point, and he wins. Ooh. Yay! <laughs> so now we cut to the montage with the Cobra Kai guys, but in the background, we hear the song, you're the best around. No one's ever going to bring you down or beat you down or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Fun fact about that song. That song originally was supposed to be used in Rocky 3. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't take it because they, they chose, chose to go with Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. So I guess if your song's going to get kicked, you might as well go to another movie. And The Karate Kid is just as good. Yeah. So we're going through the Cobra Kai montage. They're doing pretty good. And then they cut to Daniel's fight. Fight number two. And he's fighting a Cobra Kai guy. And uh, <coughs> he beats him. He beats the Cobra Kai guy. Ooh. Yep. And then they show Johnny, and then Johnny wins. And then we go to fight three, and Daniel wins. And then there's another montage. And then Daniel. You love montage. Yeah. And then Daniel's in his fourth fight. He beats another Cobra Kai guy. And then he's in his fifth fight, and he beats another Cobra Kai guy. But 
he get he gets kicked in the face. Uh, and then you know Daniel kicks the dude, and then he wins. So, you know, what happened was is in the fourth fight, Sensei Kreese says, "The meanie." Yeah, he tells. Uh, I forgot what one it was. Huh? It was like one of the. I can't remember the, the Cobra Kai's name. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name either. But it's actually uh, Steve McQueen's kid. Um, so Daniel gets kicked in the ribs and his ribs are all taped up and he's hurting. He's really hurting. And, uh, you know, now we're into the semifinals. So Daniel's getting his rib taped, his ribs taped, and he puts his gi back on and he goes out to fight. And then, uh, in the semifinals, Johnny Lawrence fights. And in the first one, he swept the leg and then that's one point. And then he kicked the dude. That's two points. And then he kicked the guy again. Three points, and he made short work of this guy. Um, <clears throat> now it's Daniel's turn to fight Bobby. That's his name, Bobby, yeah, Bobby. from Cobra Kai. And Sensei Kree says, "I want him out." And he tells, and uh, he tells Bobby to kick the knee. And Bobby's like, "Well, I'm gonna get disqualified." He said, "You know," he tells him to kick the knee. So Johnny goes out. Kick I mean, not Johnny. Um, Bobby goes out. And he kicks the knee. He takes his knee right out. I mean, now now Daniel's screwed at this point. He's in a lot of pain. You could see it. So obviously Bobby got DQ'd, and um, Daniel Daniel's hurt. So he's in the locker room and he's being checked out by the doctors. So why don't we take a listen to this clip? You did well out there, young man. Forget it. Hey, you were great. I couldn't be prouder. It was just bad luck. Daniel, you would have won if they hadn't cheated. Just leave me alone for a minute, okay? We'll be outside. No, Mr. Miyagi? Hmm. You think I had a chance of winning? Win, lose, no matter. No, that's not what I mean. <clears throat> I had good chance. Well, can you fix my leg? I mean, with that thing you do? No need fight anymore. <sighs> you prove a point. But what point? That I can take a beating? I mean, every time I see those guys, they're gonna know they got the best of me. None of that balance that way. Not with them, not with Allie. with me. Close the eye. What? Daniel LaRusso's gonna fight? Daniel LaRusso! Now, isn't this what it's all about? You know it! How's the leg, son? All right, DC the man, the final man, to determine who will emerge victor. 
did it again. Damn movie clips HD. I didn't know that was another one. Sorry about that, folks. But uh, yeah, in that clip here, you heard the whole thing go down with Mr. Miyagi where he does the claps the hands together and rubs the friction. And as we talked last week with Roxanne and her friend, he does Reiki, <laughs> a form of Reiki to heal Daniel. So now you got Daniel and Johnny Lawrence on the fu- uh, on the mat. Oh my God! Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. I'm, yeah, I'm, you pig. I didn't burp. I hiccuped. <laughs> oh, um, sorry. I take that back. So Daniel comes out. He gets the first point, and then Daniel sweeps the leg. He gets a second point, and Johnny's got a bloody nose. And Sensei Kreese tells Johnny, Johnny to sweep the leg, <laughs> and he doesn't. Johnny doesn't want to sweep the leg. So Johnny kicks um, Dan to the face. That's one point. Johnny does a sidekick to Daniel's face. That's two points. Johnny sweeps the legs, his leg and punches Dan in the face, but he doesn't get a point for that. He gets a warning. <clears throat> and then uh, after he sweeps the leg, I'm sorry, he doesn't get the warning yet. He sweeps the leg mm-hmm. and he elbows Daniel in the bad knee. John gets a warning. So now it's, Two to two at this point. Two points each. And, of course, now the big scene where Daniel stands up to do the Ew. crane kick. That was the dog again. <laughs> no. uh, th- Daniel gets in the form to do the crane kick. And uh, <laughs> what does he do? He nails Johnny with the crane kick and he wins. Winner! <laughs> Daniel LaRusso, the karate kid, wins. And, uh, you know, at the end they do that. Bam, bam, bam. Like the big the music scene and Daniel wins. Daniel wins the tournament, beats Johnny, and Johnny gives him the trophy and says, Daniel, you're alright. You're alright. And uh that that's the end of Karate Kid Part One. What'd you think of Karate Kid Part One, Kylie? I mean, truthfully. Before you get into it, I I remember <laughs> I, I, I remember I remember back in the '80s, man, when this movie came out, we were all trying to crank kick somebody. <laughs> you still try to do it till this day. Oh in the living my god! Room. You know, and and that that actually got me into taking karate. I actually took karate because of the Karate Kid. Um, I remember the Karate Kid cartoon. They had a Karate Kid cartoon, and then uh, when we were kids. They had it was Chuck Norris and his Karate Commandos was a cartoon, but then there was the Karate Kid, and you could buy pajamas that were like karate geese. Oh, that's cute. And then <laughs> and 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 the Karate Kid one had the tree, and the Chuck Norris one had all the Karate Commandos in the back. Don't you know your dad had both? That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, what'd you think of it, Kylie? How'd you like it? I know you brought this up because you wanted to do this. Yeah, I, um, movie. I really love this movie and I love it more to the fact that like I can relate to what Daniel went through with like the new school and not wanting to move and stuff. So it just makes the movie like 10 times better to know that that stuff actually happens. And I think it's just it's a really good action movie and it's really cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, and you can relate to some of the things that happened to yeah, that being a kid. I, yeah. And I actually had the cousin that that new karate. He was a third degree. Well, he still is a third cool. degree black belt. Kicks my cool ass. <laughs> I was cool because back in the eighties, man, if you knew karate, you would dope. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, real funny. <laughs> but uh, 
All right, so that's it. That's the end of The Karate Kid. Uh, I had a lot of fun rewatching that movie. It's been a little while since I rewatched it. I hope we did all right. Um, tomorrow, while Kylie's at school because she's not a fan of wrestling anymore, I'm going to be joined by my buddy Steve, a.k.a. Pookie, Soares. <laughs> um, we're going to be doing our, our preview show of the upcoming uh, Fastlane, WWE Fastlane. And that's going to drop tomorrow. And then obviously we'll do our after show. But but I'm really excited because... And we got the hand going too. Our next show, our next show is going to be none other than, if it plays... Yeah, baby! <laughs> none other than the Boondock Saints to get you in mood for St. Patty's Day. I'm so excited. One of my favorite movies, The Saints. It's it's just, The Saints are a great, great movie. The Boondock Saints 1 and 2 are unbelievable. They never dropped the third one. But in honor of St. Patrick's Day, Kylie and I are going to do Boondock Saints Part 1. And if we have time, we're going to try to get Boondock Saints Part 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. I am very excited for this. So until that show drops, which will probably be next week, you can check us out on Spreaker, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. Take a minute. Leave us a, uh, a review, some feedback. Let us know if we suck. Let us know if we're good. But I'll tell you what. I'll make it up to everybody next week when we cover my boys, the Saints. Uh, these characters are such uh, a big part of any New Englander. Uh, you know, when the bombs went off in, in 2013, mm-hmm. you know, they had the picture of the Saints holding their guns down saying, the, you know, you mess with the wrong town. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're very big. They're very iconic pop culture. Um, and we're going to do the show next week, and I'm pretty pumped for it. So until then, enjoy the Boondock Saints theme song from the movie, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Later.